Hello and welcome to Unworld End. Hello. Hi, I'm Josh, and this is Charles, and this is yet? When Will It End? Oh my god. Boy, all the other episodes. Do, 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 do. This is a mashup. It's, it's, a, so- it's, a podca- it's a podcast. It's a podcast. What is a, what is a podcast? What if we just put a naked lady on it, Josh? You're an idiot. You're a fool. Oh god, You're what do I need? Off. Suck my I penis. I need to jack off and suck your penis? What is a podcast? What is a movie? What is a, what is a, what is a franchise? It's a mother's love. Do you not know? Oh. It's a rhetorical question. My mom actually just texted me and she said, love you. My mom died. (laughs) What? (laughs) Beth? Hello, everybody. And welcome to When Will It End? It's the movie podcast where we watch the movies, make incredible ads, and also do wacky stunts for the amusement of our friends and occasionally beatbox. Charles, take it away. Which, with, 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 oh my god, I hate stress. With which Five, part? four, with which three, part? The beatboxing? two, one, and... Okay, that's not beatboxing. That's not beatboxing. That's not beatboxing. But it's nice. No, you're just doing a little it's song. Nice. This is beatboxing. Seat on the boards or whatever. I don't know if that's beatboxing either. What is, what is beatboxing? That also sounded like a little song to me. What is beatboxing? It's a mother's love. I thought it was more, everything's a fucking mother's love to you. You're tired, Betty. You're upset and you're tired. Go to bed. Can I'm I? Don Draper. Can what I is jackass? You can't go to bed. Wait, we got I, the, I know we this got one. The podcast. It's a mother's love. Jackass. It's a mother's love. It's a father's. I don't think you, maybe. When a father touches your butt. Oh, God. In a comforting way. Don't be weird. In a comforting way? What is this, Welcome Tom to Brady? When Will It End. I'm Josh. This is Charles. Oh, God, we watch the movies. We start with the first one. We work our way all the way all the way up to 3D. That's where we are now. Can I get a phone throw in right off the bat? Yeah, please toss that phone. Wow, you you're off the clock. No, I've been off the clock for a little while, but but you just now is the time to really. Uh... I just I feel like this episode is going to be nice and fun. I probably wasn't going to get one in. So. Well, don't don't raise expectations. <laughs> well, I have a second. People listen. I do have a second. Okay, phone. listeners, fear not. He has a second phone to throw if energy lags. I will say you caught a little table on that throw. I know. And the sl- <laughs> if we had slow mo cameras on this podcast, oh my god, god. it would have sounded so good. So Charles, here's my big reveal. I'm not going to pussyfoot around this. Why exercise subtlety when we're doing the Jackass series? On this watch of the series, which I basically did two weeks ago or whatever, I think three is now my favorite. Yeah, I could tell it was your favorite because my friend, you were you were cutting it up. You were you were laughing. It was like a cake. A I haven't really cake heard you there. laugh that much consistently. Yeah, ever. No, it's a. This is a. a, a yeah, you can really. Uh, I mean, it is a comedy, so that does correlate. That the amount of laughter would correlate to how much I enjoyed it. But it is true. The second one, I think I laughed like once. I don't know. Maybe I should rewatch it. Maybe I was just in a bad mood. I, I've noticed that sometimes when you're in a bad mood, it can affect especially a comedy and a horror watch. Let me say this. Will you? No. Okay. Okay. I was in a grumpy mood today, as you well know. Yeah. And I sat down to watch Jacass 3 with my best friend. Yeah. And what a blessing it is to have you in my life, Charles. I know. You can't make it up. You can't make it. It's like a movie. But I laughed and I laughed and I laughed. I was so excited all day because I, I was, look, people, listeners, we're a couple blue collar guys, public radio journalist, social media manager for a hype niche uh, craft brewery. Um, life is tough. 
Yeah. Money, you I know, know, relationships. If I wore a white collar, fucking drenched in sweat stains by the end of my work shift, let me tell you. Oh, that, I'd that's be why it's blue Brother collar? man, I'd be soaked. I'd be like our friend Donald Draper in that I would require a drawer full of fresh shirts. Right. I'd be like our friend Preston who requires a sheet. Oh, I can't even talk about that one. You'll vomit. No, we can talk about it. So okay. part of the jackass experience that we all hit our wall um, and... Uh, I kind of learned something with Charles today. I learned today that t- teeth stuff really stresses you out. You, you, you were... Oh, you didn't know that about me? I didn't maybe know it this acutely, but when Danger Aaron gets his tooth ripped out by a Lamborghini, you were visibly uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't like tooth violence. Now, is that because you, you have a sexual problem? Probably. Okay. Yeah. No, From, I mean, I yeah. remember old boy being like my intro to tooth violence i would say it's probably most people's intro to tooth violence yeah most (laughs) the most common cause of people confronting their fear of teeth violence is the film old boy i mean where else you get in it other than i guess maybe in an accident in real life you child man boy Uh, okay but in the words of oscar life it imitates the arts in the words of gold member i love gold so you might get hit in the tooth and lose a tooth and undergo a traumatic experience. Wait, that's... metaphorically? No, no, no. I'm saying you're like, saying literally. you learn about tooth violence through actual tooth violence. I think you learn more about tooth violence through like, <laughs> shut up, leave me alone. <laughs> I hate this podcast. I chipped my tooth. So I chipped my tooth on a mixer, which is like people think it's a cool like noise guy story. Like, oh, you must have been wiling out so hard doing noise music. Yeah, and you chipped so. your tooth on a mixer. Because mixers no. stay on the table. Usually, usually. yeah. yeah. Um, unless they go flying, because it's a freaking crazy experience of art. That's cool. uh, I'm so happy to not be in the music world or the noise world. I, it is like a blessing to me every day. I now have like noise friends all throughout the the world who like I can chat about and share memes with and laugh about the laugh trials and, and travails. And we laugh and laugh and laugh. Can I tell you what the universal language is? It's not music. No, it's a little thing I call laughty. Because when Bill Maher. <laughs> went you say to, the name to, it was albert brooks fuck some old jew went to like iraq and was like we're all laughing right was it bill mark can you look it up yeah you're the producer i now. mean I, I still have one phone i, might I know make some use one phone it. left who did finding comedy in the muslim world i want to say it's albert brooks i bet it's aged poorly finding when i thought of like no finding comedy Finding comedy is it finding producer? Not really. No, Bill Maher is the worst. I love Albert Brooks, but I feel like this is an Albert Brooks L that he posted by releasing this movie. Let's see, comedy Western world. I'm searching for Hmm, the Playboy of the Western. That was a bad West Muslim world. What about Western world? Fuck, I'm almost. I'm going to cut all of this. No, no. Yeah, I'm sure you will. I'm going to. I always do it. I I was talking to Charles, and I was like, "You could learn a better uh, digital audio software." And you're like, "No, no, I don't uh, edit anymore. So there's no point." Albert Brooks. Albert Brooks. Fuck. That's too Damn, bad. we hate to see a that Jewish legend. That feels like a Bill Maher just bullshit. Bill Maher is such a piece of shit, it's unbelievable. Do I feel like, no, Bill Maher would never do it because he doesn't think that there's anything other than, like, what, death and, and awful people in the Muslim world? No, he's just like a coward. That's why he Isn't that right? Do it. Isn't that his whole thing about, like, I, well, no, no, I ironically, speech so I can say that Muslims are bad? He, well, okay. Ironically, the thing that got him canceled that was, like, weirdly... I mean, he still Probably the, show, the most so prescient. Well, no, no, briefly, because okay. like, yes, thank God he's back to say stuff like, "Well, millennials, they're you know, they're they're lazy." 
they're all trans and lazy. And like uh, this audience that see like HBO must have like guns trained on is like, yes, yeah, someone finally <laughs> said like, it. They're at this lazy. Point they just have probably robots in the audience. Why but no, no, he that? said of nine eleven like that it's braver to do nine eleven than just bomb foreign countries. And he said this like after nine eleven and got in a lot of trouble for saying that. And and like again, like weirdly, it's it's like he said one thing that was semi accurate and representative of our because like right now what's happening in America is this conversation about equity with our sympathy for places getting bombed. That when Ukraine, a, a white, you know, it, it, what, what I'm sure a lot of Americans consider a more relatable country gets invaded by Russia. It's very, very sad. And yet, like, American dollars pour into Saudi Arabia to conduct war on Yemen or, you know, we're clearly involved in the apartheid state in Israel. Like, there's so many things that we're – God, you know, Guatemala, Nicaragua, Indonesia. Just, like, pick a country that we've been involved in overseas where sympathy has been hard fought. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it is sort of striking that, like – now there's this incredible outpouring of sympathy. But what I'm trying to say is this. Bill Maher said one accurate thing one time and got in trouble then. And ever since then, he's been like, millennials, they're trans-communist Muslims, and yeah. I hate them. Well, he also didn't get canceled for using the N-word. You, it's insane. The, the, if, not, you, yeah. if you believe in cancel culture, you are such like a – like what Dave Chappelle just signed on for like eight more fucking Netflix specials. And like his whole thing is like, I'm so canceled. It's terrible what I, what's happened to me. And it's like – just millions of dollars pouring into his bank account to say like trans people are stupid and like what is like it's so crazy yeah we don't need to talk about ukraine really at all because i don't know i actually i read a little bit about it it's in europe but it's bad it's bad that a place gets invaded i think the reason why it's become more is the same reason why the liberal this is a war liberals really can get behind is bad (laughs) because because they hate putin Putin so much is friend right they is friend together. So it's a good war that liberals can be like, oh, I can easily know what to do in this situation. Yeah. Because Putin bad and he made me vote for Trump because I looked at a thingy on Facebook. It's just crazy. Like, like we don't, uh, you know. How is that meddling in election also? You just show a funny meme on Facebook. Memes are funny. Memes are fucking funny. Learn to laugh. All I'm saying is this. What's happening in, in Ukraine is bad, but like what's happening in Yemen is very sad. What's, like, a lot of places where horrible things are happening yeah. constantly, many of which involve direct U.S. aid or intervention of some capacity. So anyways, just trying to point that out. You look terrified. Mm, no, what, if, what if in a few weeks it's illegal to criticize anything about i don't think anything's going to be changing in the next few weeks what about nuclear war Sleepy buddy joe you think he's going to get anything passed no he's so not getting any new laws so in the next he's couple of years nap. other than changing the budgets for the pentagon to keep going up yo but big shouts to joe baller first year in office dude wait that's only been a year kobe you can't switch say that. oh rip he just got canceled what no kobe's a rapist right N- alleged uh everyone loves kobe it's fine you can say kobe still okay it's fine well i'm not going to you don't have to i don't feel you don't like basketball that much i don't i don't really like it you know why listener i'll tell you right now too squeaky it's the, it's the squeaky it's too squeaky it's so squeaky i was watching a game with my dad last night and i was like damn this this who's ever running the the mics for the court <laughs> Do you think they just have Boy, like they're getting the squeaks in mics everywhere gotta get those squeaks it's like how i imagine because i had to shovel today because it's been so snowy still. I thought. Finally, hey, thanks for shoveling the walk to your front door. We don't have a walk. Yeah, you do have a walk. I've walked on it when it's shoveled. No, it's just little stones. That's what a walk is, you piece well, of shit. I'll be, I'll be upgrading the walk soon. 
Oh, that's what I love. You'll be upgrading the walk soon. You will. That's what I love about being a homeowner. What are you going to do? You can just be like, I hate this walk. I'm going to get a new one. Yeah, it's like freaking Stardew Valley up in this. I I I am treating my farm in Stardew like a just like a forest, really. That's beautiful. I'm not, I'm not hey, which did you paths. choose? I chose the forest farm because I like forests. Oh, I just want. I wanted my first. Pl- I sort of like when you go to a Thai restaurant, you get pad Thai. I just wanted it to be the the regular. You've just revealed your hand that you're boring. Mm-hmm. Well, just for the first one. When I go to a restaurant of one of these wild ass <laughs> you bring your cuisines, darts. With darts? <laughs> yeah, and you ask a stranger to hold the menu up. And you're blowing get, darts at people. You're Why blowing I mean? darts while they're they have bub, uh, balloons up their ass, holding a menu. Oh yeah, right. This is the Jackass Three episode. Uh, Jeff Tremaine, uh, 2010. Uh, no, and I say I, I they give me the menu and I and I pretend like I'm going to look at it. And I throw it away. That's so rude. And I say, give me the craziest shit you've got, you fucking twisted freak. Can I talk about Star Wars for a second? Oh, uh, yeah, sure. I don't care. How wooed. How wooed. Okay, that's it. Yeah. That was all. God. Jajar. My favorite. What a guy. Favorite it's, quote, it's, favorite character, favorite movie. You know, How freaking, wooed. you look at the, hey, you know, you look at the guys we got in Washington. Uh, yeah, I'd elect Jar Jar, too. <laughs> oh, as a senator. Yeah. Because the, the, ele- the carnival we got down there. I thought he was birthrighted into senatorship or something. No, he's he's clearly at the bottom he of was the elected. totem pole. <laughs> they elected Jar Jar. He campaigned. Oh, God. It Hello? makes way more sense that he's the king, I think. He's not the king. Senator King. That's that's po- boss. I mean, Padme is, boss a, Skaggs. Padme is a princess senator. Boss Skaggs leads Naboo. <laughs> Why can't Jar Jar no, be no. king senator? She, through her beautiful royal blood... It holds so both a monarchical and representative position in, in Naboo's society. Jar Jar, I believe, had to earn the vote the old-fashioned way. So just sex and It's bribes. a House of Commons, House of Lords thing, right? You don't run to be in the House of Lords. Daddy didn't, you know, the plantations we ran all throughout the Caribbean, that's why I'm in the House of Lords. Wait, really? What? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, oh, please vote for me. No. No. Daddy was involved in, you know. Can I get any of that sweet, sweet House of Lords cachet? <laughs> no. No, I'm broke. <laughs> okay. Dead broke. Oh, interesting. So All I have is the lordship. So you're you're Lord Rich, but what is it? Dollar poor. Dollar. Lord Rich, dollar poor. Yeah. yeah. It's a sad life to be a lord, probably. Twas ever thus. Yeah, I feel awful for, for the, the British aristocracy. What about for the ladies? They're having a blast. You know, ladies, you send them to the mall with 20 bucks, they have a blast. Wow. I wish it was 20 bucks. <laughs> Nails, bags. All right, this is getting worse. What's worse than bags? Mm. Actually, Amy's been all about the nails lately. No, I mean, it's a thing. It's like a running thing with Amy now. Yeah. The nails. And I love it because clearly it's giving her a lot of, you know, creative exploration of the hand space. When she first was doing the the nails, um, she looked at it when she was done. She looked at them the way I looked at my first tattoo. Uh, just for listeners, Amy is uh, a masochist who nails herself into things. Like she, she's like driving big stainless steel nails through her body. Mostly, yeah. It's a psychosexual exploration of mortality. Mm. And but she's just doing it right and left. N- no. Imagine that on freaking jackass this crucifix. Crucifix. Crucif- Hi, I'm John Maxwell. This is there. the crucifixion. It really took until um, watching the Louis C.K. episode, to like really understand why crucifixion sucks. So that's the thing you don't learn in Sunday school. I like that man. You learn that from... 
I learned that from Louis C.K. Of all the dumb shit we've said in the podcast, I think your weird mid-podcast endorsement of Louis C.K. I didn't say Louis C.K. I said the actor who played the Sunday school teacher. You did say I love that man. After That's saying, the man. Right, but you should clarify that to the listener. All right, fine. You liked the actor in Louis C.K.'s who show, played, Louis. Who portrayed He's a bad man because he jack off in front of people. Yeah. And I don't think it's a cancellation culture thing to point out that if you know someone who jacks off in front of people, fuck that guy. That's weird. Yeah, don't love him. But the guy that teaches you about why it sucks to be crucified, that sucks. Well, the Catholics, they're all about that. Even you if you that? weren't... You seen that? Yeah, even if you weren't nailed, even if you were just tied up, that would hurt. Yeah, I, I wouldn't I, like I, it. I, I mean, I can't... Don't tie me to anything. Huh. Except for that one time. Wink! Charles tied me to something and had his way with me. No. I didn't. <laughs> I would Edward never. The I would never. That's... Never to a lord. So I can't... Sorry, what? <laughs> Oh, it's the, the what? trough, the water It's trough. the end of Jackass 3 happening, like, above my head. <laughs> Is it really that loud over there? I feel like it's I'm under quite the same loud. trough. It's no, not... no, I'm getting the wall, too. You're getting the There's... pipe. Yeah. It's going, it goes... I think it just goes right down this. That's just my imagination. Well, then it's hitting here and going that. I don't know which way it go. Do you want me to throw my phone at this point? Could you? Yeah. No, no, don't throw the phone. Okay, I gotta use it. You gotta edit this episode. Really? I think we're saying a lot of stuff. Well, I'll go through it. Okay, thank you. <laughs> it's... <laughs> I'll go through it. God, you believe me? It's like the soup. What's you the soup? Remember, he's like asked to bring a big pile of yes, soup, the soup through Danger a door. Aaron and the soup. That was basically the podcast equivalent of the soup. We've got to talk it. about it, Jackass 3. We do have to talk we about it. We do have to talk it. about it. Um, uh, caught up in the era, this was a 3D film. Mm, I love those. We've had... Well, I don't... Jaws 3D. <laughs> what a I fucking... I immediately fell into that trap. Classic. But... Even still, it is fun to watch Jaws 3 just from the perspective of seeing a 3D movie in 2D. Yeah, and then we watched... When it's goofy like that. Uh, we saw, one of my favorite Jason movies. I'd say maybe the... Honestly, maybe the most enduring in my memory at this point. And let it's me say the this, birth of Jason. I truly miss watching the Jason movies with you. That was a wonderful series. I had such a good time doing it. I almost that. deleted them because it's like 100 gigs. And you I was like, just, you know what? I'm going to keep these. I'd watch it again with... Yeah. I'd watch, I'd, I, I would watch, watch 3 again in a heartbeat. 3, 4... Six, and then I forget. But I remember what they are. I, I'd watch the one. I my one of my favorites was uh, the one you hated. Yeah, nine. Yeah, I love Jason nine. goes to hell. Yeah, fucking love that movie. Uh, lies the movie. <laughs> yes. God, you sound like Danny from fucking Survivor. No, I, I'm Dennis Leary. Whatever happened to a regular cup of coffee? I don't know. I like it black. Mochaccino, cappuccino. I guess I'm with Dennis on this Frappuccino. One. So I, if listeners will remember that I was not very impressed with two. Which is a wild take to but me, but yes. I initially asked when will it end, but then after just basically picturing Johnny Knoxville in my head for a few seconds, I said, you know what? I'll hold off. And I'm glad I did. Because this is... My complaint about two is that it... it the first one was explorative. It was cheap, it was dirty, and it wasn't always perfect skits, but the energy was always of, of like boys trying shit out. And I really liked the way that it got me to think about things I've repressed just innately, you know, by being afraid of poop and piss and pain. And these guys were just loving it. Two just jumped to being so big and it felt staged in a way that the first one didn't. And for me, this third one bridged that gap and had 
incredible production value, but it didn't come at the expense of me feeling like I was watching a movie. Well, I felt so close. This to one what the fuck brilliantly on. sprinkles in a wonderful selection of those mini, tiny 15 second bits that are so simple and stupid. Like, for whatever reason, Knoxville getting the big blue ball slingshotted at him from like five feet away. It's like, again, like a 15 second clip. It's just perfect. It's the whole show in a nutshell. Like a man just standing there to have a massive ball like shot directly into his face. It's so fucking funny. Yeah. This one is, I got to say, I'm in kind of a toxic movies chat. Wait, what does that mean? Like I'm in a group chat with three men. men. Yeah. And their takes are often terrible. Oh. And someone said they didn't like three as much. So I think the show. I don't think I don't care. That's right. You Adam, kind of, Peter, you Joe. Yelled at them. I mean, I make fun of the. I, yeah, the, I like Peter. <laughs> <laughs> I will have to go through this. You episode. might meet Peter. You might you might meet Peter at the Godspeed show, yeah. which I'm, <laughs> I I realize is on the second night of Pesach. Thanks, Ephraim. You know, what is his deal? He just he have a nice big meal with your fucking family. Maybe he doesn't care. I'm sure he doesn't care. Yeah. Well, we, so we got annoying. to the problem. That, got to the root of that problem. Yeah, uh, secularism. Yeah, that's the problem. I mean, it seems you've always just complained about it, right? Yeah, I don't like Passover at all. Yeah, so but that's not the point. You don't do religion because you like it. Why do you do it? Because you have to, or God will be mad at you. Uh, that's why you do it. Huh? Oh, I hope it's fun. I don't know. I just don't believe in God. It's not about believing. I get out a lot of fucking gear. Gather. God believes in you, my friend. God believes in that's you. So nice. That's why I God have believes to believe in you. Back. God believes in you. Sort of like most of my relationships with my family. I just let them be the believers. In like me. you don't believe in your dad, eh. but your dad believes in you. Hell yeah! No, I'm actually having a much better relationship with my father. Right. You've you've uh, as I understand it, uh, it's built, no politics. It's like that trap door that. Bam falls through that's filled with snakes. Yeah. And we just sort of don't walk over it anymore. Sure. We just wave from across it. And it's pleasant. And the the pit is not saying racist stuff. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And- well, I mean, I'm to clarify, I'm not the one saying racist. I'm trying to teach him yeah. to get him to cross the gap. Yeah, Charles is woke as hell. I'm fucking woke. He's woke. He's not I, racist. Can I show you how woke I am? I don't know. How would you do that? And you'll even attest to this. Okay. I mean You have a witness to how woke you are? Well, I guess it's, Dios like, it's the opposite because she goes to sleep every night. You stay awake. I'm wide awake. You don't text me back when it's late, though. Yeah, because I fall asleep at 11. Oh, my God. I was just kidding about it. I have to sleep. What would you, do you think I'm just fucking going on coffee and beer and... Yeah. And just, and you just love coffee and snow. beer. <sighs> I talking to Amy about food, how... It's interesting that we, we've sort of fully acknowledged the way that we've fetishized and brought up this sex as and i'm not again i'm not the first person this is a movie podcast about jackass i'm not talking i'm not the first person to talk about this because it's obvious but i was walking the dog and something occurred to me for some reason i was like food to most people is more important than sex you want to say it again (laughs) um food uh listener if you'd like a refund on the free episode just email us, podcast at gmail.com. We will uh, Venmo, PayPal. Fuck, we'll do uh, I'll send Ethereum. You, I'll send you cash. In cash. The mail. Just give me your address. We will give you that refund. But no, it's food. Charles, I what, would, are you, what is this? I was just thinking. I don't pay you to think. No, you don't pay me at all. 
this is one of my favorite things to say. I tell Allie all the time, I don't pay you to think. And she goes, you don't pay me. Wow. And I'm like, in a way I do. It's Allie and husband. I are very similar. You're, you're like my podcast wife. That's so, true. So, you know. But it's just interesting, you know? It is, isn't it crazy? It just makes you think. Isn't it crazy? You know, we, we think about sex all the time. You know, but do you want a sex with a person or a big old freaking uh, ham- hamburger. hamburger sandwich? Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, at this point in my life, uh, I'll take that hamburger sandwich. I'll take that hamburger. No bun, carbs, uh. no meat, no uh, meat. Do you, do you get your vegan? Do you get keto recipes on your social media feeds? Mm, they're, they're the saddest things in the world. It's always like the secret's always like bake cheese. It's like ninety eight percent of it. <laughs> no, I'm I'm definitely. You keep asking me about if I know things, and I really, I really do admit now that everything I know comes from the two podcasts that I listen to. Yeah, and Charles is the I'm most the most media. stubborn person in the world. You don't like podcasts where you don't like the host. That's the whole fucking point. No, oh god. Well, you just if I wanted to learn something, I'd read the. You fucking have to news- buy in. I you have to buy the into newspaper. the premise. You learn all of your politics from a, a podcast about betting on politics. <laughs> Where they don't actually bet on politics anymore. No, they do a little bit. Yeah, I guess that's true. They're sort of marginally. Yeah. Marginally. Yeah. I mean, I get to Dios learn. I, if oh, I hey, can look I, into more. Actually, no. I, I, I got a podcast I signed for up you. for um, um, some e-newsletter. It's good. Okay. Wow. Foreign, foreign you signed exchange. up for a newsletter. Foreign exchange. What's that? A you student? sign up. What the fuck is it that? It just tells you about um, news that we don't actually get in the United States about like... From the, across the, the pond. Mm, yeah. Hello. It's the BBC. It's good. I recommend it. What the... You, what? I recommend it. You signed up for a newsletter. I recommend it. And now you're like, all my I needs know. are met. I've signed up for this newsletter. I learned about Ukraine that way. Wow. Yeah. It's amazing that somehow... In in um, why do you fucking... get your news from like a basketball star on Twitter? I write the news. I'm the one who newses. Remember, we're talking about at dinner. We were talking about Breaking Bad's. Yeah, I'm the one oh, yeah, who do does the news. No, I think it's more. It's less frantic. I'm the one who newses. Less like you're you're need your. He's growling. He goes. It's it's just <clears throat> freaking. Shut up. Listen to me. He goes. <clears throat> I'm the oh, one. So I'm I'm Anna <clears throat> Gunn and you're uh, Brian Cranston. Yeah. 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 Okay. So say something about the news. Oh, wait, no. Say something about doors? I forget how it intros. Something, something knocking on doors. Somebody else is not you. I'm the one who does the news. That's pretty good. Yeah. Wow. I've seen the show, baby. Hey, podcast update. Uh-huh. Um, I was looking into a... You heard of this pornography business? People do sex on uh, video images with sound, if it's video, usually, and... It's it's like a commodity. It's, it's something you can market to people. People like watching people That's do sex. You say it's like a commodity. It is. You know, you're turning your sex video into like a yeah. You know, it's exchange. a capitalized yeah. right, right. Yeah. So, um, I'm one of the rare people. I, I occasionally watch pornography, and I've come to know different actors and actresses who perform in pornography. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I came to my attention that one of the uh, Pornographic stars or porn stars is the sort of the vernacular. Hmm. I haven't heard that, but no, Google it. It's Can it's I huge. It? It's Por- huge. Porn star it, it, stars. If it's more than one, okay. it's plural. I'll write that down. Write it down. Okay, he's got it. 
Um, and, and I was like, oh, they have a podcast. That's fun. And it turns out their podcast is like an alien civilization anti-vax podcast. Oh, no. So at first I was like, wow. I just wrote it off. Where I was like, oh, great. You know, one more one more person sucked into the, the world of, you know, the pyramids were actually, you know, energy beacons for the yeah, you know. for aliens and right. hate vaccination. But I was like, you know what? Why am I being, I'm being such a square right now? So I downloaded an episode of of uh, this called? porn. Star, I'm not going to mention it of this porn stars podcast and started listening to it. I actually really like it because the format is that she is very much like the 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 quote that will haunt me for the rest of my days is my mind reads Wikipedia, but my heart says there's more. That's very good. She's someone who's very much like we can intuit more with our hearts. Than the the lies of the system. Oh, it sounds like fucking hanging with Watson. It's sick. Yes. No. I mean, I'm certain she's a flat earther, etc. It's but awesome. Like, it's amazing that you really can, if you try hard enough, or maybe not hard enough. I don't I'm think it's sure. that hard. Yeah, you really can just be like, ah, I know nothing, which means I can be an expert on just about anything. Well, it's, it's sort of like the yeah. what's his name Sophocles, Socrates. I hate that fucking guy. Oh my god! Uh, this I don't. This is not going to land with you. I don't think. Cause maybe maybe you know this guy, but uh, we're watching the Amazing Race. They used they're in Greece and they used Diagonies as like a local representation of Greece. Yeah, the, I don't know Diagonies. He's the guy who, like lived on a street and like wore rags and like ate his own shit and was like, "Fuck all you guys." That guy sounds awesome. He's like a you he know like a jackass guy. He was like sort of like a Unabomber style the guy. For, yeah, totally. But like it was more a philosophic point where he's like, "All your shit is whack. Sick. I'm a piece of shit." I mean, I would say jackass is philosophic. I mean, it certainly as we've 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 waxed on about the philosophic undertone. Yeah, that was the first episode where I was. We got it out of the way. Yeah, we I, we're not going over it again. I'm just saying. They are uh, also, this today I was like bros. stressed about money and stressed about my job and and watching a bunch of men just destroy each other for my amusement truly was so cathartic and wonderful. What's your fa- What's your favorite bit in three? Yeah, there's so many. It's to choose so from. tough. Honestly, kicking things off with the high five is so wonderful because we get yeah, such a slice of life where it's better than the, the the one and two. Yes, it is. I agree. And it, no, but it's yeah. like the same. We're not, I'm just saying, like, yes, they, that was how they thought to start, and they just improved upon it. In this well, one, as you watch the series, you're probably picking up on like there's the stunts, there's the pranks. There's the, like, surprising strangers. There's the rubber heads. The rubber heads. Yeah. You know, there's different sort of, like, silos that these things sort of drop into. But the intercast onset pranks are, are, at their best, usually the funniest, I think. And getting Danger Aaron to carry the tray of soup is somehow, like... It's the best. The most rewarding thing in the universe. And then Bam getting anti- adding the flower to yeah. it to Antique Bam. You got Bam. So fucking funny. But no, three three is a, an embarrassment of riches. I think uh, we talked about this during dinner with your beautiful partner, Amy, who made mm-hmm. us a delicious meal. But uh, we they do some straight up football stuff. And as you turned to me and pointed out, like, this is what we've always wondered. Like, yeah. we, we watch Tyreek Hill juke people. You know, on like a fucking seventy-five yard touchdown, and it's like, how does a human body do that? But like, and then getting Tyree, tackled, and then he's surrounded by other people that are uh, maybe not as good as him, but in his league, right? So w- like, when they get a it's fucking so out of proportion, where we watch football, being like, oh, a uh, man just got destroyed by another man, but he shakes it off, and then here we get to see Johnny Knoxville get destroyed by another man. And it's like, oh fuck, yeah. When when a pro football player tackles Johnny Knoxville, Johnny Knoxville gets fucking wrecked yeah he and like this is a man in the ground three movies in we've seen him take unbelievable hits he after that when, when he is playing the role of the quarterback getting sacked he really genuinely like it's it's 
concerning. Yeah. He looks like he has died. You sort of understand why, like, there's Tom Brady's in the world who sort of just seem like dead-eyed freaks. Because you'd have to be to survive that. To or it's you crazy. have to be like a Mahomes who's just, like, too cool. Or He's Lamar cool. Jackson who's like, or Josh Allen, a big, beautiful boy. Yeah. Just a big, beautiful you can, baby you can, boy. If you want to be a footballer, you can be any of those five things. That's it. No more. Yeah. Those and it works. Only kinds. If you're a what's-his-name who's on the Titans. Get out of here. If you're a what's-his-name who's on the... Um, I forget. Just pick a team. I don't know. But it who are you right. thinking of? Carson Wentz? Right. Fuck that guy. He's bad. <laughs> yeah. He was my fucking... Backup. He's your fantasy backup. Pick? Backup. I got, but I also was stuck with um, the Seahawks guy, who's as bad as Wentz every other fucking game. Russell Wilson. Yeah. 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 I mean, hey, look, don't it, go it, with him. I'm not going to go with him. I had the first pick in my fantasy draft, and, and I you, picked Josh Allen. Of course, first. you did. Well, of course I did, because like other people are dorks. They're like, oh, and they they wanted to pick the fuck the Panthers running back who got injured for the first half of the season or whatever. Yep. Fuck that. I'm gonna go with the the big dumb quarterback I love. Yeah, and he's not gonna get injured, and if he is, no, play anyway. Knock on wood. Josh is pretty. And look, we have the great Mitch Trubitsky as our backup. Okay, mm. we're fine. So, who, what was your favorite? My favorite. You have to pick one. I guess we we haven't been doing this. I don't know why, but we no, could it's have done fun to do. MVB. It's fun to do. Uh, okay, maybe we did do think... MVB in the first episode. Listeners, correct us. Th- there's so many ways to analyze this though, because like Beehive Tetherball is so brilliant. So it, do you think maybe such a funny by idea? This question about a bit rather than a character. I've sort of unearthed a, just a flaw in the podcast. Well, I think the flaw is that with Jackass, it's just really hard to pick the best moment. And honestly. Three, I do think is the best so far. I think it's the most consistent. I thought it was two because the best of two is my favorite. But three, note for note, I was fucking losing it. Yeah, no, three is a is a masterpiece. It's amazing. Five stars, perfect movie, perfect experience. It encapsulates uh, in in all the ways that a bogey movie or a fucking I don't know something from France tries to get into what it means to be human. Fuck. If Casablanca had a scene. Where Bogey gets shot in the nuts with a dildo, honey, honey child, that, that would be way more than uh, if I remember this. Oh, kiss is just a kiss. My favorite line, play it again, Samantha. Play it again. If she can hear it, so can I. Play it a fucking game. Play it again. Now for me. Sam, are you listening to me? Play it. I demand plays. I'd like to hear the song. I love that movie. And then Sam goes, Do you who wrote that song? D Boone of the Minuteman. That's a Minuteman song. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, you're an ignorant slut. I really liked the poop the poop launch, whatever it's called. I think that was like I'm the the poo cocktail supreme. It's just like that is as they said. That's jackass. It has danger. It has shit, it has vomit, and it has sex appeal. Yeah. Everything you need in a Jackass thing. Well, also, Jackass 3 has, of all of the iconic lines of the Jackass canon, Why Do I Have to Be Steve-O is really one of the most beautiful moments of the entire franchise for me. Because, like, the thing, we take Steve-O for granted so much, but, like, the, the, the way he just girds himself for this stuff, most beautifully, I think, 
in I, I believe that's the sketch the, the, the stunt yeah. where he says it with the t-ball mm-hmm. where you just like you're watching this guy like he has to stand there knowing he's about to get fucking annihilated in the nads yeah and that takes a mental fortitude i certainly don't have i could do that See, absolutely you, you say that no i could do would you do some jack we could do some jackass stunts for people right now not right now no it's more of a visual medium Mm, Hold on. Maybe. We could try oh, no, it. no. He's putting on a helmet covered in my pubes. Listeners? And now he's falling off of the roof. I mean... It's a bear! So I wouldn't even think we'd get that. The bear's on fire! I usually don't even describe it. Well, I'm saying... I'm trying to adapt it for a podcast Oh, it's medium. adapt? Yeah. It's good, because you have to think about your medium. Yeah. Yeah. People always get confused. Like, oh, I wish the book... Uh, I wish. <clears throat> I wish the movie was as good as the book. And you just have to, it's a different medium. Honestly, in the case of The Hobbit, I wish the book was as good as the three movies. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, because when you read about the dishwashing scene, it's boring. It doesn't really you, come to life. When you see it, it in 700 3D. frames per second in 4D, <laughs> where, where <laughs> those little boys <laughs> Peter Jackson is blowing detergent at you with a fucking wand. Oh my God. Yeah. Have you done a 4D Los Angeles movie experience? <laughs> no, no, I have not. I've heard about it on the podcasts. Yeah, I haven't either. But I haven't done it. Honestly, it's wild to live in Los Angeles where you have access oh, God. to delight. The City of Angels. The huh. city that Boy, never sleeps. Uh, I've had a couple of, I've had a couple of adventures there. <laughs> yeah. I got my mean. big tattoo there. My big thigh tattoo I got in LA. It's Los big. Angeles. Pretty big. <clears throat> it's pretty big. Look, I know that I'm like a tattoo so coward big. compared to you. Bzzz. But you I mean you're on the I mean you're on the extreme side of tattooing. Yeah. For I mean, sure. It's weird to be I have I have a tattoo appointment coming up. Yeah, it's for penis, right? For penis? No. Got that. Hundred percent American check that off. American made property of Amy Wilson. It's hard though. <laughs> uh you should bleep that. I sort of want Oh my god. What should I bleep? Should I be writing this shit? Down? You should listen back to this episode. <laughs> you really the one We've had drinks and we're talking about Ukraine. I haven't had drinks. You did. You had <clears throat> one drink. Shut up. I did have a drink. Yeah. Um, I, no, I, I At this point, I don't know how to get it touched up. How to get what touched up? Your my, huge right side? No, my penis tattoo. Your penis tattoo. Because it does need a little touch up. Bzzz. But I don't know. Maybe I could Is just... the hardest part getting hard and staying hard the whole time? Oh my God, everyone asks that. Yeah. It's not funny anymore. It's just a practical question. No. There's it's... no way they're just like zapping your, your flaccid dong. That's How would you get to take? That's what they're doing. So, so they're just like... Do <laughs> you want me to paint you a fucking picture? I'm just imagining this poor tattoo artist like stretching out your, your floppy dong and just like jabbing at this soft... <laughs> Grabs it. Yeah. Sort of like with an, anything, really. You right. Just, you gra- just grab it. Here, this is Here's not, the thing with stuff. This is, you just grab it. I mean, this is approximate size. Yeah, uh, Charles is holding. I don't know why he has it down here. It's one of those salamis, one of those wax covered salamis. Well, it was from before I was vegan, and I just didn't want to throw right. it away. Yeah, yeah. So he's, a part of it has been gnawed at, but uh, it's like a solid, you know, four or five feet of just real Genoa salami. You just grab it from behind and stretch it. Right. So just imagine that. Do they have like a, an assistant come in? So they've got one person sort of cradling and stretching and then one person zapping? No, you just one hand on, one hand on. Wow. One yeah. hand on in a lot of ways. Yeah. One hand on. No, one but hand I'm getting my, my leg worked on still. Yeah. Keeping that going. Because, yeah, yeah, it's weird. I've been out of it for so long. I, I, I don't know. 
it's sort of i I don't know i i forgot i have tattoos i'm not in the world anymore it's sort of sad yeah it's a real bummer but i'm happy to be going back but they're your tattoos i mean that that's what is eerie to me about tattoos the keeping up with the joneses of it all if you're doing it just for you, like I'm, a, I'm just a sloppy bitch. I just get tattoos when I want to. There's no rhyme or reason. See, for me, my body is a memory book. Mm. Each little, each every time I get zapped with some ink, every time I ink up, mm-hmm. zzz, zzz, it's a little bookmark. Buzz, buzz. It's like a little. Hmm, I guess I'd say bookmark of like some wild ass shit. Good. I was some wild ass shit. I was up to. Yeah, mine don't do that. Yeah. Mine just, I like, oh, I like a flower, please. Yeah. One flower, please. Is it the happy flower from Slay the Spire? What's that? That's the relic that gives you one extra energy every three turns. Hi, I'm Josh. I'm married. <laughs> you love Slay the Spire. I've spent, like, I think at this point, probably 110, number 20 hours Hell on yeah. Congratulations. Slay the Spire. I'm still not that good at it. I'm like not even 60%. Well, you know what they say, the, the swan guy or goose guy, whatever, he wrote that book. What the goose man said is, he said, you have to clean do up your room, 10, bucko. 10,000 hours. That's all... total bullshit. Oh, Malky. I've played Malky Slay Glads. The... I've played Slay the Spire for probably 10,000 hours. No, that's the thing. I haven't even come close to 10,000 hours. Yeah. I became an expert two years ago. You're right. He's full of shit. Is he dead? Yeah, he died in a fire. Fuck. I'm yeah. sorry, Malky. Ripping rip peace, I haven't heard dog. his name in a long time. Malky Glads, babe. That's because he's probably not on the two podcasts I listen to for all my news. He's probably not writing dope-ass op-eds for... I was uh, recently... This is a good Jackass 3 coverage episode. Uh, Thomas Friedman, a legendary dipshit of the New York Times, had one of my favorite leads in, in recent memory where he was like, the only way to know what's going on in Ukraine is not to be on the ground in Kiev, but inside Vladimir Putin's mind. Whoa, that's fucking awesome. So that's sick. so true. It's damn bro facts. Whoa, it's like the end season finale of Lost. I know, it's crazy. <laughs> what a what a what a what a fucking mm, make you think. Make you think. Yeah. What be going on up in that? In Putin? How we doing? <laughs> I'm gonna cut that out. Which part? Never ask me again how we're doing. Well, how we doing? You're gonna Never cut it out. It doesn't matter. Do it. I'm calling your bluff. No. Not, you should listen back to this episode. <laughs> Maybe you should. I just um, check no, out. no, you should. <laughs> it's your job. Oh my, oh my, my god! My job is to bring the paprika. Be funny, yeah. And let's be honest, I am struggling. <laughs> the struggle. Can I tell you an underwear story? Oh, always happened it. last night. Yeah. So uh, I was bombarded with a Mac Weldon ad on Instagram. Sure. And they've updated. They're the best thirty-eight dollar individual pair of briefs you'll ever buy. So here's the thing. Yeah, they do offer the basically you get one free pair for your life. And I was like, oh, those look different because I they used to be bad. They used to be like, I've talked about this on the show before. I don't like a pouch. I like more of just like a taut flat front, as I call it, a TFF. Yeah, yeah. And it seems like more and more companies are adopting the TFF. So I was like, maybe this is a good time to use my once in a lifetime. Say I didn't like the underwear and keep it, buy it for $38. I stumbled upon. I don't know if it's still happening. So listeners, you might be... Oh, wait. This is coming out in like... Is this a Charles a hack? Month. This is a the weirdest Charles hack I've ever had. Wow. I felt like a god. So I go to checkout. I'm going to pay the $38 plus $5 shipping. Just say I didn't like it, get my money back and keep the underwear. But when I check out, it says $0. And I go... Well, that's funny. And I noticed a little um, discount code had locked in there that said some random series of letters, 50. So I checked out, 
paid the five dollars for shipping and then i went back to the beginning and said would, would it ha- work again because <laughs> i didn't do anything it just auto loaded so i went back i bought a pair of 78 dollars sweatpants and they were 28 dollars. so i checked out i went back and i bought three more pairs of underwear all for five dollars so i placed six five different orders all of them getting fifty dollars off <laughs> that's crazy yeah hey thanks for not telling me about it until now uh, I didn't know you were a Mac Weldon guy. I thought you were a bananagram. I'm a cheap man guy. A meandies. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, it's look, look. Okay, uh, uh, can I work my tight five really quick? Yeah. Hey, look, uh, fellas. You know, uh, you got your Mac Weldon friends and you got your meundies friends, and you know, uh, this is bad. Uh, <laughs> no, please, please, please. Go back to hell. Oh, I live in hell, and I fucking hate it. I I, uh, I had one of those sobering moments where I looked down at my trusty Hanes, my uh, all black Hanes, bandless, tagless boxer briefs. And there's a hole where near my button, like oh, in the taint area. The worst. Yeah, Here, I'll try it right now. I'll do it on the show. That's good stuff. This is good. I'll do it on the fucking show, man. Don't he, you? Worry he doesn't about care. It. Remember when Bill, uh, Bill, the other Bill, not Bill Maher, our favorite Bill. What size? Second favorite Bill, Bill O'Reilly. Hey, what's up? Bill O'Reilly, is he okay? How's he doing? He's probably dead. You think he's dead? I think. Um, what's if you were out of the call? Fuck it, I'll do it live. I'm Bill O'Reilly. I'm fucking. I'm fucking. Wait, he's the he's not the do it live guy, right? Yeah, that's the do it live guy. Oh my god, I thought it was somebody else. No, that's Bill O'Reilly. All right, when he so was I'm, young, spry, and sexy. Um, a three pack. Of... You know, have you ever seen Gene Hackman and Bill O'Reilly in the same room? What are you, a medium, a large? Probably, yeah, large. Yeah. Okay. Add to cart. They figured it out. It's over. Damn, right? they plugged the hole. They plugged the hole. I got I Wow. Uh, this is like I feel as good as when I stumbled upon the Mr. Man Wikipedia page for Mr. Bumpy or something and it turned and they had like uploaded a picture of him in a in a kinky sex suit and wrote this whole backstory for one of the Mr. Men as like a What a, the fuck is Mr. Men? What are you talking no, it's about? It's like a, it's a weird kids book series about all these Mr. Men. There's Mr. Happy and Mr. Bubbly and Mr. Oh, that shit. Okay. Yeah. And they, someone had like, they made a fake for a brief moment on Wikipedia. Someone had done like an SM backstory for one of the men. And and it just so happened I went to that because I was working at a bookstore at the time and I was, had to investigate Mr. Men's and it made me laugh. Wow. And I stumbled upon the $50 Mack Weldon hack. Yeah. I wonder how many orders got through this. This reminds me of that time. I've told the story. My wife told me she imagined having an affair with another man. So it threw me into kind of a tailspin. Really? So I thought I'd have an affair with someone else to sort of like show that I was sexually like well, you active have a dream and viable. About it or actually do it? Uh, well, I did dream about it, but then I tried to actually do it, and I ended up stumbling upon like a masked orgy in Westchester. I have no idea. This is real. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, they gave me this code to get in. It was Fidelio. Did they ask you for the second code? They did. That's how they got. Did you know? <laughs> What the fuck? Yes. I then like, uh, you know, and then they called my bluff and I thought I was like, I don't know the second code. They're like, well, there isn't a second code, dipshit. And then I had to leave and Sidney Pollack was mad at me. It fucking sucked. Can I come clean? Yeah. I was the guy that asked you for the second code. Yeah. Motherfucker. Yep. The only time in Westchester. What a a strange coincidence. Well, my buddy uh, Nick was uh, working the party. He told me about it. Yeah. I went to go see what him. What a guy. Oh, God. Whatever happened to him? Nick Nightingale? Yeah. 
He's still playing the clubs, my man. Really? He's a jazz man. Oh, great. But he wasn't at the hotel the next day, right? Oh, you think he's dead? He's probably dead. You think he killed him? Sorry, I couldn't hear you over my two. You think Nick is dead? Yeah, probably. Damn. I'll come clean. Yeah. I was the guy that killed him, too. What? Yeah. Damn, Charles. A lot of cleaning tonight on the show. I know. Come and clean, but your secret underwear loophole. And no, listener, not a penis hole in his actual underwear. Charles doesn't want that. No. (laughs) That's so weird. I want a taut flat front. Is this part of your sexual identity that you want, like, you want underwear that sort of... No, it's about the Downplays your... Because I like having a pouch, because I like that my genitals have a place to sit. No, I mean, they, your genitals have a place to sit in a taut flat front, too. It's just a, a myth propagated by somebody else. But if it's taught, I don't want my junk, like, fucking, you know, it's soft, windshielded it's up against... soft and taut. Okay. So it's yielding. It has yeah. some give to it. It just keeps it in place without it... Because I wear a lot of very, very, very tight clothing. It's true. And I like that that's also... I also wear dresses, which they don't make dresses for people with penises. I think famously there's a a lot of gender coding that goes into dresses. I think so. And uh, I bought some dresses that I thought would look nice to me and all you could see was the bulge. Yeah. So To be fair, you were uh you've been watching a lot of sex in the city. They were a lot of like two like like you know uh like a cocktail waitress style, you know, sort of stops I would say with third of the way down your thigh and just above your areola. What's my thigh? This What's part? your th- that part? The yeah. big part. What okay. part is flanks? Did you ever watch a, a party down? Nah. Oh my god. Nah, I didn't like it. I watched an episode. You're an idiot, my yeah, friend. Yeah, maybe I should try it again. A dum 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 dum. So I really liked the plane stuff. I think that it had the energy of them just trying shit again, which I think was really lacking from the second one, which we don't have to talk about very much. But like this, really felt like they probably weren't. But it had the energy of them just like literally sh- throwing shit in the air and seeing what happens. Well, the, the beauty of Jackass is that there's that energy that's so real where they're like, we have this one thing for this afternoon and we're just going to pretty much try whatever we can with this thing until we like run out yeah. of time. And, and simplicity- it starts with the, the iconic, you know, Ryan Dunn mimicking the famous stereo commercial, but instead of a beautiful sound wave uh, blowing his hair back, it is a jet engine. <laughs> And then, you know, this escalates to... It's such a funny, like, that's the thing with their bits is that they do, like, they could have just had him standing there getting blown over, but they did this, uh, I mean, I guess at the time it was a little less obscure, but it's still, like, a a relic from the 70s, the RCA guy getting blown over by sound. Like, let's dress you up like that. Like, the fact that they dress up like Santa Claus to climb the tree... That's like one the, of the another one of my favorite makes bits. Sense. Santa Claus doesn't climb trees. I, I feel like you know they balance the the behind the scenes with the skits perfectly in three because like I love Johnny talking about himself as Santa in the third person, where he's like, "Santa's hungover. Santa hasn't climbed a tree in a while. Santa yeah. like we we you know we uh, we uh, Santa found out he's afraid of heights and like it's so charming. Yeah, it's he's... such a wonderful insight into like. Because the whole thing with Johnny is like, you know, oh, like, you know, he's the the fucking Bugs Bunny on meth of the whole thing, just sort of skipping through it gleefully. But I love seeing him vulnerable, and he's very vulnerable yeah, this it's one. some of his best parts is when he's vulnerable. Um, that, pre- that was pre- crazy. Preston taking the fucking, uh, the field goal to the face? Holy shit. I, but again, the sign of him just being like a oh, sign In the background, Johnny has the uh, Preston just sign. Just a Preston sign. It's so just funny. so good. Well, it's those little. It's like the art, the design of the whole thing is so good. There's in three point five. There's an entire bit that I told you about where they all dress up like bowling pins, and like, like, like and and get hit by a 
bowling ball man and then get attacked with a drone paintball machine gun. But like you're just watching men dressed as bowling pins on a platform in a field <laughs> covered in lube getting shot with like and and the the I said this back in episode 1 of this series the beauty of jackass is that you're constantly seeing images you will never yeah. encounter anywhere else no that's they're 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 bit upon bit is it just it does create i think that's i think you nailed it it creates an image that if it was just Johnny Knoxville getting chopped over in a tree it'd be like okay that looks crazy and weird and painful but the fact that they build a bit onto this thing just to have him d- undergo pain, it's like, it just creates this incongruity that your brain has to also work through. Well, to get into like being dorky and dry about Jackass, that's like kind of interrogating cinema. That's the element of Jackass that's so wonderful where they're basically just doing like the shithead's guide to like copying a Charlie Chaplin stunt with all of the, or a Looney Tune bit with all of the props and all of the costumes, but none of the finesse and none <laughs> no of like, story. So like, instead of this seamless effortless stunt where someone, you know, where, where, you know, Buster Keaton waltzes away at the end with like a, a funny look on his face. It's like, what if you saw all of the seams and all of the design was shoddy and weird and everyone's really getting hurt and things are happening that they could never possibly predicted. So I mean that that tension of like we're making the big movie and we're going to throw in all these weird accoutrements that make it feel like a cinematic experience but simultaneously it is also a man in a wheelbarrow going off of a ramp into an inflatable pool. Like that's the tension of Jackass. That that this I think is the 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 the, the finest balance yet. I'm so excited to watch four with you. I think four takes yeah, some of this even farther. But I'm excited too. I think yeah the this this would not work without the personalities either because as you said they're just they make their little jokes are they turn a, a they just sort of add, add to that element of like oh these are just dudes doing it too and who knows if they had this joke like three days ago and wanted to say it then or just came out it doesn't really matter it's just we have all these layers to this dumb skit that doesn't fucking matter and it matters so much it, all of it together creates something that's truly important and i think everyone should watch it that's beautiful because it does push you like josh had to like make an excuse like i did when they vomited in the sand lot i'd go i have to go to the bathroom now daddy when we watch the sandlot at home and and tonight when we watch jackass three and the sweatsuit cocktail started i said daddy I have to go to the bathroom. Yeah. And I had to look away during the tooth thing. And the, the, the sweat cocktail, that's the one of all of the... And I'm getting nauseous talking about it, but like of all of the four Jack... Well, I, and I've watched the bonus ones too, but uh, that that really gets me. I don't know what it is, but that, that one uh, really makes me want to die. I can't... I think for me, I have this buffer where I just can't really quite imagine it. I can imagine it too vividly yeah i think that's your problem it's my problem like i can't like well, it looks like sweet, what, what i was gonna say like vodka. an hour ago is that when i chipped my tooth oh, yeah. I, I like confronted that fear i was always afraid of smashing my teeth and when i actually chipped my tooth i was like oh, okay that's the thing that can happen and yeah i mean yeah. i i was in a i don't know if you'd call it a band so much as i used to work at a movie theater not with, a band with microphones that faced i mean this is give me the whole let me tell the whole story okay I used to work in a movie theater where there were two microphones that faced the outside world. Must be nice. Mm. Must be nice. It's like $6 an hour. Two microphones. Mm. Must be I nice. I only had one. One microphone. Must be nice. I have so many microphones in my job. Like four. Fuck you. It's Fuck you. My friend and I started a band called Mysterious Nick where we would 
say things and play music through the microphones to the people walking by the, the Coolidge. And uh, one day I got surprised by someone who actually wanted to buy a ticket as I was over the microphone and I bit down on it. I chipped my tooth. Wow, there you go. And then the only other time I've, I've had my tip chipped tooth... Your tip toothed. ...was also from, from a microphone. Amy didn't like when I was doing karaoke that night that I was screaming so loud and she tried to grab it and I said, no, it's my microphone. And then she let go and I hit myself in the head with it. Your your relationship with karaoke is so strange to me. Shut up. Leave me alone. Let me have it. You claim to like love it. Let me have it. And like, yet you have a very conflicted relationship with it. Yeah. Like, I've oh, done it once Josh, name one you. thing I don't have a conflicted relationship about. Your dog? Yeah. You. You guys have a very yeah. beautiful... Amy, yeah. We have a pretty good... I think we don't have a, a complicated relationship. Because no. even when we're mad at each other... We've just we've we've done it so many times. <laughs> it's like in uh, in uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox. They're very it's pleasant, just like in and I'm Bill Murray, the Badger yeah, 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 Man. Yeah. You cussing at me? You cussing at me? Yeah. And then you say you cussing at me? And that's kind of what the whole Jackass thing is like. You have to have friends you can hit in the balls and yeah. laugh at later. You should try that tea. I I would do it. Mm. I swear I would. The tea ball one. I don't think I'd feel great about that. I think you're I don't really going to get enough force to really do any significant damage. It's not about damage. It's pop. it's you, they're wearing a cup in that. Obviously, I mean, you no. wearing a cup. He was not wearing. He a cup. was you could wearing see a cup. his penis. He was definitely wearing a cup. Well, it was a shitty cup because you could see his penis. I don't think that's true. I saw his penis. I think you'd like to think you saw Steve-O's penis. No, which is weird because you can see it pretty easily. Yeah, he is not uh, shy about it. So, speaking of penises, I am going to change thing up. Oh yeah, the Chris Pontius baseball penis thing. That's MVP. one of the most. Yeah. I love his energy from the moment you first see him. Chris Pontius? Yeah. Yeah. And I've always been a Knoxville guy. He's still very good. Yeah. But Pontius really shined this movie as like the the boy. I don't know what it is about. His energy well, is perfect well, in this movie. He's the only other guy who gets to do the little monologues and gets a chance. Like, it feels like like if Johnny is sort of like the sadistic, you know, gleeful, right, maniacal, maniacal man behind loving, the camera. Yeah. Right. Chris is just like... This sort of weird, whimsical, silly, goofy, sweet. Is there a Looney Tunes equivalent? No, I don't know. I don't. Honestly, I'll be real with you. You don't like him. No, it's been a year, and I love Pontius. I've been. Go, no, no, but you don't like those tunes. Well, look, the th- they're too loony for me. Yeah, get a job. Yeah, I don't. I don't think the. I don't think Pontius really fits in the Looney Tunes verse. I don't think there's really an equivalent. He is just happy go lucky. Yeah. He's wonderful. He when first of all the the special effects or whatever the the technology that they used for three D worked regardless because they finally got like super slow motion cameras. They got stuff that like really captured this shit how you want to watch it afterwards. The opening montage is incredible, and just the scene where first of all the joke of having his penis blacked out, and then for the the rectangle to just like float around so you still see the penis. Perfect joke. And then just the glee on his face when he successfully hits the ball with his penis is in slow motion. I, I'm just joyous thinking about it, talking about it. It's wonderful. And I think that's what you, when they succeed, it's as fun and exciting as when they fail. Oh, the, the man farting the dart out of his ass into Steve-O's butt balloon is, and again, think about that sentence I just said. Like, that is so triumphant. And he never practiced. No. It was a one take. I just, you know, it just the beauty of Jackass is that someone thinks of an incredibly specific idea and then literally bleeds and burns and bruises and concusses their way to achieving that. But when they achieve it, it is magical. 
Yeah. Like, also, like, Johnny's ongoing relationship with bulls and buffaloes is so funny. He knows how to jump a buffalo now. Right. It's crazy. It's amazing. And then, like, man, you know, another contender that really killed me uh, uh, does music tame the wild beast, the <laughs> Ryan and Steve-O playing uh, uh, brass instruments to the ram that is just wrecking their shit. And then Steve-O's <laughs> pant leg gets stuck, so yeah. this other drama starts to unfold. God damn. Yeah. So fucking funny. This is a perfect this is a perfect movie. It's 94 minutes of laughing. I didn't stop and laughing. The fucking end is like almost poignant. It gets to this point where I've only been watching these dudes do shit for 3 weeks, but like I felt those 10 years when it's like, "Oh wow, they've been doing this for so fucking long." Well, at this and point. that's what's so funny about Jackass Forever, which is like it's funny that you're catching on to this trend now cuz like at, at for 3, they're like, "We've been doing this for a decade." That's crazy. We're still all alive at this point. At that point. And then, of course, we got to talk about the elf in the room, which is, you know, Ryan Dunn dies after this movie comes out. He dies in a drunk driving accident. We've talked about it in the past. But um, it's really – I love Ryan Dunn. He's one of my favorite cast members. And uh, it's pretty heartbreaking. And, you know, Bam is not in the fourth movie because his substance abuse issues are becoming uh, – Are his parents in it? I don't think so, no. Yeah. This and then, of course, on Viva La Bam, his, uh, the infamous Uncle Vito got, like, jailed for, like, some sort of underage sex crime. Right. And, like, you know, I don't know. A lot caught up with these guys by four. And, like, that's why I'm very interested to see your reaction to four. Because, yeah, at the credits of three were, like, looking back on these little beautiful angel boys when they were children before they were pulling out their cocks on television to have them bit by alligators, often literally exactly that. It's it is poignant. This is also David England's most successful movie with his shit geyser. The the, sh- the shit volcano is incredible. I love the mini toilet in two. I yeah, think it's that very that funny. that ar- that visual is one of my favorite visuals ever. <laughs> That's maybe the best that happened in that movie. I it's really like so that funny. But but yes, the Dave England doing the shit geyser, and then we don't really get the shot after it happens, and it's like what's happening? It's like the shit is leaking down, so he's freaking out. Everyone is vomiting. Yeah, Lance. One of the rare like be a good MVP. Well, Lance, Lance has a tough three. Lance has a r- brutal three. Well, why would you become? I, maybe he was just like really in need of a job in one. And, no, but he knew a, it was he, funny. He's a king of vomit. He I think to he, like it. He I think he understands that if you're going to shoot jackass, you're going to you're smell vomit. shit and watch people drink their own piss and get pissed on. And yeah, that's yeah. another thing is. Um, their relationship to all this is really interesting to look at too at this point where they all like they vomit on command now they don't really the things that bother them are different and it's interesting to see after all this time like we said back to Malky's 10,000 hours like again I don't think uh Johnny Knoxville's practiced jumping bulls for 10,000 hours <laughs> over the course of doing it 10 times he's learned physically how to cope well, it's like the Ryan Dunn, the, the 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 Snake River Redemption thing, where they're like, "Hey, what's your longest motorcycle job?" He's like, "I've never jumped a motorcycle before in my life." I'm like, yeah. oh, it'll, it'll be a record. Yeah, <laughs> like that's the attitude. It's and it's a- like you don't need ten thousand hours to be an expert. You need a strange energy towards not caring about the things that most people care about that keeps them from failing. Yeah, and this is an incredible testament to people that not just they don't they want to succeed, and success is so hard to even know what that is is that even in failure these people are succeeding failure is the ultimate tutor i learned that from the last jedi wow 
by Mr. Ryan Johnson. And I believe we've hit an hour. Take a look. Just check. Screep. 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 God, right on the fucking not. Well, we went over an hour. Is that okay? Well, you're going to go back and edit out the parts where we advocated for nuclear war. Okay, right? Yeah, yeah. I'll make sure. So, if, if listeners didn't hear that whole segment where we oh talked about, I actually did my job. Yeah, Mazel Tov. That's huge. Yeah. Uh, next week, Jackass Forever. Wait, uh, no, we don't know. Oh, you're right. We may we may pivot and do two point five and three point five in between to draw this out as long as possible. No, that's not why. And then bad Don't grandpa. Tell them that. Bad grandpa. No, we were thinking. You've been bad grandpa. Did you kind of like it when he was making out with his granddaughter? You Because you were like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, Charles, if we're going to watch the movie, you're like, all right. I got. This I got is a, my kind of thing. What, being a grandpa? Being a grandpa? Being a, a, a very bad, bad grandpa. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe one You have day. the body of a bad grandpa. Thank you. You're welcome. I think so. So we'll do something next week. So look forward to that. And we've got a Patreon. Okay, we're done. Yeah. Yeah.